0: Welcome to the podcast. Welcome.
1: Welcome Rami. To the podcast. Hello, Hi Rami. Hello Carrot. Hi Extra lads? Bits. Producer Carrot. Good producer Rami. Do
0: you know when we went out to um, Bunnings yesterday with Emma? Yeah. Um, And I introduced her to Kerrod, and I said, "Kerrod does all of the things. Kerrod and Rami do everything. Because she was like, oh, I know there's plenty of people, and like I've probably spoken to lots of people when I've called up. And I'm like, no, 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 just these two. Mm. These guys do everything. (laughs) And Kerrod was like, no, 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 there's plenty of heaps of other people doing the work. He was being very humble about it, but it's just not the truth. Why would you lie? The truth is just you two. Yeah, it
2: is just us two.
0: Well, yeah. um,
2: yeah, but no. Like, we've got a big team here at Mix. See? No, we don't.
0: What a sweet man. Yeah, Jared. But you do. It's just those five. Credit where and it's you. you two work very hard. <laughs>
2: yep,
3: you create a level of mediocrity that
2: we've not seen <laughs> uh, in this city for a long time.
4: That's a joke. <laughs> By the way, we do have a bigger team. We do. Dan, we do. as well our socials. Oh, guys. Dan. and Sharni. and, Sharni, and Sharni, oh, Padgett, I get it. Lucy. Erica. In
0: terms of producing. Team.
4: In terms of the show, specifically, 6 to 9. Yes. yes. Anyway,
0: you're doing a great job. Yeah. Thank
4: you, guys. We appreciate Thank Thank you very you. Thanks much. for joining our podcast too. Um, have you got extra bits. Uh, what do we have today? Well, Pete yes, had a story. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sorry, yeah, can I just say it's been a sh- it was a short week this week, like Big week, Monday though. was public holiday, Fact. but it feels like it went for two years. Yeah, <laughs> well, yeah right. It was one of those weeks. We just spent two end. years
0: together. I enjoyed it. A lot it.
4: of
2: fun with you guys. But yes,
4: Karen, sorry, go on.
2: Well, Pete pitched us a story a couple of days ago about a missing alligator <laughs> from a zoo. <laughs> I did. I love really? this one.
4: Yes. <laughs>
1: uh, this is a crazy so this story. So is, this is a belter. Uh, it's more of a alligators go missing all the time. It just always happens, clearly. Um, but this alligator was stolen from a Texas zoo 20 years ago, and it's been recently returned after it was discovered at a home around the corner from the zoo. Oh, okay.
4: Yes. Someone was keeping it as a pet. Is yep. that
1: right? Yeah. The The, ga- the gator... The gator Gator. named the gator named Tiwa, T E W A. Such an American story. Um, (laughs) So they reckon it was so the Animal World and Snake
0: Farm Zoo. Uh. I mean, it makes sense. so Texas. So I mean, is is the part of the story that's so surprising the fact that it was just living down the road? I mean, yes, like, that's what's surprising is for it, me. Because I mean, ultimately, if I see something on the Verge collection, for example, and you want to get it home and you don't have a decent car, you have to live local. If you're yes. close enough that you can push that sucker down the street, yeah, awesome. And there's no way that he was out walking his alligator, and <laughs> no one in their local area would have known it was out. So, like. It doesn't really matter how close you live to the zoo. No one would have known it was there. But sure is it. it
3: one of those moments where, like, you know, in my misspent youth, one might have woken up with a street sign mm. in one's bedroom? <laughs> yes. And you go, oh, <laughs> God, I probably shouldn't have done that. Is that what happened? It's like, oh, we've got an alligator. I guess we've got that now. For 20 years For 20 pet, years, though.
2: Like the hangover when they rock up and there's a, <laughs> a tiger titles. in the, yes, in yes, the yes. bathroom. But how, how do you... Like, it? Would, it's expensive looking after to dogs and cats. Mm. How much money would it cost to feed
3: oh. an alligator? Well, they're just stealing oh. other people's dogs <laughs> and cats. Oh, okay, yeah, oh, okay. So it'd be free, really, wouldn't
0: it? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just slinging point. them over the fence.
3: I, at Pet Barn, they've got alligator
4: food. Oh,
2: actually, yeah, I've yeah, walked yeah, past that yeah, yeah, a couple yeah, of yeah. times. Yeah. Yeah. Pellets. I, yeah. literally, <laughs> I literally
4: was pellets. about to go, really? <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> For fuck's sake.
0: <laughs> oh.
2: <laughs>
3: you know one of the saddest <laughs> things I ever saw I, I went on a uh, gator tour in uh, Louisiana Ooh. Gator and they took you out on the boat blah 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 and uh, um, the guy had those we call them like little boys you know those red sausages that yes. there's nothing natural in them at all and that <laughs> weiness, yeah yes. yeah and that's what they were using to attract the alligators oh, and you had these God. beautiful proud animals coming out of the water getting this bloody, <laughs> Eating shit. <laughs> Red sausage. I'm like, come on, guys. And when oh, they sure. give them wow. drinks,
0: it's just like percolated coffee. Yeah. yeah, Just out of a
4: dripper. <laughs>
3: wow. hey, can go, I get mate? the
5: 48 ounce cup, please, <laughs> from the gator? <laughs> wow.
4: Now, I did something very similar, Maddie, in the Everglades in Florida. Yes. So, and they, they, I don't know what they call the boats, but it's like one of those with a massive fan at the back those, and yeah. it goes super yeah. fast. But one thing that kind of strike, struck me as odd is, they have no fear. Not the crocodiles, the um the 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 tour, the, 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 the swamp men, the tour guide, the, the swamp, sw- man. Yeah. Yeah. swamp men. They have no fear. They will just step in in their their foot into the swamp God. and like try and, you know, get the alligator to come closer. Meanwhile, there's 30 other alligators behind him. Yeah. And he doesn't
0: care.
2: And Americans reckon Australians are crazy for living here when there's spiders.
0: Like come <laughs> on. You're literally man. walking
2: through a also, swamp.
0: Also, I like to think that those parks are just like they're tame alligators, yes, and they've all got names. It's like, that's Ben and Jerry and all those you know, those dudes. True. And then they go, whoa, look at him, stepping that's, into the swamp.
4: Have you guys had any crazy pets before? Um,
0: crazy crabs. Not no, we had crazy, crazy I raised They are crazy.
3: Sorry? What? We raised a pigeon. Really? Oh, great. Yeah? Yeah. 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 My I'm mate's sorry, girlfriend uh, came over and knocked on the door going, Well, I've got this this bird's falling out of the nest. And it was tiny,
4: tiny. And we we reared it to full full size. I've got a good story about pigeons. Mm -hmm. I've had like roosters, ducks, and I live in suburban Perth. Um, We got once, our friends owned a farm and they gave us seven pigeons. And we had this... Great
0: a- gift. Average. Like, <laughs> just bring a box of favorites. <laughs> Merry Christmas. People don't
1: think it through, do they? I was they? a
4: kid and oh, I loved bird. birds. So they go anyway, put in my Avery. Which is
1: so ironic to hear
4: Isn't from you. Isn't yeah. it? Yeah. So
2: ironic. <laughs> <laughs> Seven pigeons. I'm head surprised head. you didn't like
4: sausage dogs instead. Yeah. 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 What did you have? Love birds. <laughs> <laughs> fucking hell! Anyways, anyways, oh, oh, I Christ. went to I went to school one day, I came back home to find all the pigeons in had a escaped oh, from the aviary and God. I was so upset. But they came home. They weren't away away, they were on our bloody roof of the house. Right. They weren't flying away and I was like scratching my head, going, this is really odd.
0: This is so odd that they're searching for natural habitat and not the shoebox <laughs> I'm keeping them and in. And
4: that's when I realized what a homing pigeon was. And yes. that's what we had. we had seven of them. Yes. Anyway, they stuck around for many more months and they crapped all over the house, mm. the roof. So one day, mum and I put them in a kind of a cage in the boot of a car and to try and kind of release them away the from beach. the house. And, okay. were, <laughs> right. and this is why we <laughs> drove maybe half an hour outside of Perth towards a picnic or something. We are doing something outside of Perth one day.
0: Just to really disorientate them. Yeah. Like, we spun them around 12 <laughs> times. We <laughs> <and laughs> blindfolded <laughs> them. We get home like... Five
4: hours later, the fuckers are there. No shit. <laughs>
3: oh, they, they travel
0: hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of miles. <laughs> we couldn't
4: get rid of them. Wow. It was insane. And yet,
0: when the other family wanted to get rid of them, they simply gifted them yeah, to yeah. like, Why did they not go back home? I know, right?
2: Good point. You and your wow. mum have had some crazy wow. stories, yeah. Rami. Yeah. You've had some absolute belters. i ate Honestly. I've, ate, I've eaten pigeon.
3: God, really? Yeah, in a, oh. in a restaurant in Hong Kong, they served me pigeon. Was it tasty? Uh, it was
4: alright. The
0: homey oh. pigeon? I, I was Not invited <laughs> I was invited to a, a rich businessman dinner for this rich businessman I worked for. And they the guy at the table, one of the other men at the table, ordered Baby swallows oh, And I what? Wanted to throw up on the spot I'm vegetarian, I'm accepting that other people Will eat whatever they like I don't preach to other mm. people what they should or shouldn't eat But holy crap, a swallow Is the tiniest damn bird ever a And a baby, baby swallow, swallow how many baby swallows do you have to kill to make an entree? That's a maths question. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Sounds like a conundrum. <laughs> That's such baby a sick swallow. Swallow. It's like it's right, that, what, that is the epitome of I'm a rich, disgusting yes. businessman yes. and I would like to just show you how rich and disgusting I am.
2: <laughs> By eating Was, rich uh, and disgusting uh, things. Yes. Yes. <laughs> wow.
0: It's like when people serve up
2: quail. Yeah. Yeah,
0: like, yeah just but the, to be oh, fair, God. I had Chicken won't do. I feel I ha- so seen. Huh. I had quails when we were kids. We did had an aviary, different? and no, they eat each other's young. Oh yeah, they are cannibals. Yeah, That's what softens
4: yeah. the meat. I bred quails too mm. when They're I was younger. They're monsters. Yeah, what do, do you all you these people give you? Birds? No, no. I
2: bought, I bought the <laughs> quails. Bred quails.
4: <laughs> yeah, I bred canaries, budgies. What? Yeah, I you was,
2: yeah. We, did you used to sell them in? Primary school, because yeah. we did you really? I used to sell them. It was you were my, like it was my side gig. I was like fifteen. You were like the kid that sold chewing gum at my school, and then like afforded enough to buy an iPad with the amount of chewing gum that he sold. Wow, it's wow. very it's oddly yeah. specific. Oh but my God. God. Very,
6: very different. specific. <laughs> but chewing well. gum is one thing. This motherfucker, <laughs> bred Quails. Yeah. Wow. The only,
4: di- <laughs> only difference is I was the quirky, you know, small guy with big lips that no one spoke to. Okay. Yeah, God, you know, the kids at our quails. school
0: were swapping out their ADHD meds for <laughs> cigarettes. Oh. Oh, wow! Oh,
5: wow, really? mate,
0: we just we just had plain
1: old drugs at St. Norbert's. <laughs> 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 you know, all you guys, if we really—that's why they had to put blue UV lights up when we were. They, oh they, my God! They had, they had blue UV lights in that. They don't have them anymore. They've fixed the problem. Um, but yeah, we when I was going to say <laughs> <laughs> they fixed um, the they problem. They graduated. Yeah, we graduated. None of them are at I mean they anymore. graduated. at school What <laughs> <laughs> school?
2: Oh, uh, what have we got oh coming God. up in the podcast today, guys? Uh, we could go all day. Um, uh, we've got old
0: person injuries. <laughs> yeah. Young people have got old person injuries. Yep.
1: Mm. Uh, the four-day work week is making an appearance.
0: Get on with it. Yeah, mm-hmm. just,
1: just do it. Just do it. Uh, just do it. We
0: started playing with a Ouija board in the studio. Yeah, mm. That went down a tree.
1: Um, uh, Emma, we took Emma to Bunnings. Mm-hmm. That was cute. That was time. really cute. Yep. I had a, had a ball with Emma. And uh, what a week, Matty! Big
0: star on what a week, huge star. Yep. Yeah, Matt just showing off his best mates with Ed Sheeran. Yeah. Who's the next star you've got coming to stay on your couch? Ah, Emma, Memma. Here you go. Have a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go in our time machine back to last week, where we found the one Perth listener that had never been to Bunnings. We- no. Dare I say it, Emma
1: in High Wickham? Have you never been to Bunnings?
0: No, I've never been. <gasps> Emma, how old are Emma. you? I'm twenty seven. Twenty seven. Never been to Bunnings. Uh, well, hang on. Is, does your dad own Miter Ten? <laughs> no. Okay, um, Emma, would you want to come on a Bunnings journey with me and Pete? Let's go to Bunnings! I definitely would. Oh, could I'd we, be up for it. Could and we, I'd bring my dog too, apparently. Oh yeah, can. you can bring your dog. We'll we'll make a fun day out. If you want to come to Bunnings with us, we'll take you on a journey and I'll show you the goodness that Bunnings has to offer.
7: <laughs> yeah, I'm down.
1: We put it out to the Mix Fam. Which Bunnings? They said take it to the one in Midland. They Plenty said of suggestions. Big. Yes, it's big. Huge. Uh, and so we did yesterday after the show. Take a listen to how they rolled out the Bunnings red carpet.
0: Okay, we're in High Wickham. We've rocked up to Emma's house. Emma, are you ready to go? Are you keen for your first ever Bunnings experience? Yes, I. I think I think I'm ready. <laughs> yeah, the only person more excited than Emma right now is Luna the dog. This is going to be super fun. Well, has anyone given you any heads up in the last couple of days about what you could expect to I've be ha- at Bunnings? I've had a lot of people. Ask me to go to Bunnings is, in the lead up, and I'm like, no, I, I can't because I'm waiting. Oh my god, here we are! Are you ready? Oh I guess. It's your entrance, Emma. Welcome to Bunnings. <laughs> welcome to Bunnings Midland.
5: Oh wow! Welcome oh. to Bunnings. Here comes
0: 21 and a half thousand square meters of goodness. Let's go. <laughs>
1: yes. Welcome to Bunnings Midland. We've got some cool things for you today. Uh, hopefully you enjoy. So if you're ready to go? We'll, we'll take you in. <laughs> Not everybody gets a sign when you walk into Bunnings. Oh
4: my god, my name is on
0: it. <laughs> Would you
1: like to read that out?
0: Bunnings Midland welcomes Mix 94.5 and special guest Emma.
1: And you're Emma. Oh my god! I hope you like popcorn. Yeah. Do you love popcorn? I was, yes, I'll yep. snack on the popcorn. The make, yeah, uh, <laughs> Who's up for a popcorn? Who wants popcorn? It's
0: probably like a good thing that I haven't come to Bunnings yet because... Yeah, yeah, I totally get it. Like, there's
1: only there's only about forty five thousand products to choose from. So this
0: is just crazy. Right. Dining <laughs> table was two ninety nine, now we're only ninety nine. Do wow. you
1: need anything, by the way, oh, yeah. while while we while we're here? I
0: need a door handle.
1: Door, door handles. handles, Justin. Yep, they're gonna be an old number ten down in hardware.
0: Oh! All of our money went into buying the house. I to into that sister. It's okay, she's got really big plans to um, win money in the music. Yeah. Uh, so um, much so, Pete, that when we picked her up from home, uh, while we were talking in the car she said, can you please put the radio on because I'm still trying to listen to see if you guys are playing their songs yeah. and didn't want to be the reason that she missed out. <laughs> this, this is
1: M, now. this is her first time at Bunnings ever. She's having the time of her life, she's having a ball. M. Ask him where the PVC piping is. Where,
0: where is the PVC piping?
1: We have it down here in number 31, <laughs> the reticulation. Or the have plumbing set. Yeah, all the plumbing set. What number? What number? In the plumbing, it's in 73. Do we need four deck lights for the studio? We don't have a deck. Justin, where can I get a deck? Yes, we need a disco ball. Absolutely, 100% we need a disco ball. You always leave Bunnings with something. You can never like come here and then just leave. It just doesn't happen. All right, we've got, oh my God, look at this. This is the sausage sizzle. Oh, yes. Thank you. This is the moment of truth. This is your first ever Bunnings sausage sizzle. you nervous? I'm nervous for you. Oh my God. It's pretty good sausage in a
6: bun.
1: Isn't that just heaven in a handbasket? And the best part is, it's been cooked with everything that you can buy here anyway. <laughs> it's the authentic experience. Ah, get on your <laughs> M. And a big thanks to uh, Justin and the crew at Bunnings Midland who accommodated us at very short notice.
0: Oh, and listeners who came down to say g'day. Yes, hi Linda. Hi Linda. G'day Adam. Yeah. Adam who walked past and went, oh, you must be Emma who's never been to Bunnings. <laughs> it was so good. Uh, it was a good time though.
1: Um, it's all on our socials, by the way, if you want to go and check out all the video of the fun that we had. Emma took half her hot dog home because she felt embarrassed that we were all watching her eat. Yeah. <laughs> Kind of like that when you're sitting in the dining area with all that stuff, yeah, isn't it? Yeah, it was. No, it was a classic. So thanks again, Bunnings Midland and the crew there and Justin for having us. And assist. can
0: you believe it, Pete, after all that? What? I forgot to pick up the sprinkler parts that I needed. No! I I you know make... what that means?
1: I've we're going to have go to go back, back to Bunnings. <laughs> now, we're off to the US right now, okay? Yeah. Get in plane. We're off to the US. we waiting for this. We're going to Galeras Educational Institution in Galeras. Colombia, Mm -hmm. uh, where 30 American school kids have been hospitalized with Mm. anxiety attacks, fainting and here's the best part, unusual unexplained phenomena after playing with Ouija boards. (laughs)
0: Boards. Ouija I've, boards. I've never known anyone with a Ouija board, but I'm very I'm someone who believes in the possibility of everything. Ouija board. I think anything is possible. Yeah. As a result, I don't like to mess with things that I think could have consequences. Like Ouija board. Like Ouija boards. <laughs> Ouija boards. I don't. I'm not interested. I, I'm interested in that. I want to hear everyone else's super creepy stories, and the creepier, the better. Yep. I just don't want to open a portal to hell in my living room. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm totally there with you.
1: And I, <laughs> you know that I've had experience with this because we were really genuinely convinced that there was a portal in Ollie's room in the last house that we were in.
0: Yeah, that's true. Because
1: we plucked off those stones around the four uh, skirting boards in that room, mm-hmm. and then weird things were happening.
0: Weird things happen. The idea of playing with a Ouija board, uh, like apparently the board itself is nothing to be worried about. Mm. It's all of the spirits that you conjure up from the outside world. The lines are open.
1: We want to hear what happened when you tried a Ouija board. Okay? Yep. All right, now um, you've got a. You, you were telling me something off the air.
0: Yeah, I'm just reading because um, this is a really um, funny site uh, called Five Signs Your Ouija Board Session Has Gone Horribly Wrong." <laughs> right, I okay. feel like you probably don't right. need five signs. <clears throat> mm-hmm. um, one of them is talking about, and this is what is coming up often in a lot of these sites: is people are talking about the loss of time. Mm. So they're saying, one minute you're playing, and then a spirit takes over the board. And then the next thing you lose sense of time, so this chick was saying that she was playing with her using it with her friends. Everything was okay. They dropped something on the floor when they picked it back up, ten hours had gone oh man I'm and so suddenly smart. it was seven am and none of them remember what has happened in the last ten hours of their lives. They do not recall what took place now this is the thing right it where obviously you hear Ouija board and you hear the creepy
1: music, and you think crazy things happen where it's like bad things mm-hmm. okay. It might not necessarily be the case either. Maybe you've used a Ouija board and you've managed to communicate with a really friendly spirit.
0: Maybe, oh, my God. Look, the room's full of puppies and rainbows. Casper right. was on the oh other God, side. Oh, my God. How did how's this happen?
1: Going? But um, to be honest with you, it would rather be honest. To...
0: And I don't think it's ever happened like that. Mm. We'll Otherwise,
1: say, we'd all be doing it. We have a phone board lit up with calls. Hi, Billy.
6: Hey, how's it going? Good. Billy, What happened? Uh, well, I was about 1920, and I was living with uh, my girlfriend at the time and our little one, and we used a Ouija board one night. And just after the Ouija board, like I ended up contacting like a dead friend, and some weird shit did like happen. What? Um, what do you mean after- weird?
1: What happened, Billy?
6: Oh well, the glass moving. There's weird stuff that happens with the glass as well. Like you can burn the inside of the glass before your session, but after your session, like there's something trapped inside the glass, and the flame will just move around it. There's lots of weird stuff that happens with it. I won't do it again. I only did it once. Are you certain? um,
0: What was there some sort of test that you knew you were talking to your friend?
6: Ah, yes. Well, you, you think about other things, um, at the time, uh, because, well, you could be talking to a demon. Uh, so I just asked like really personal questions while I was thinking about the surf and yeah, it was a friend of mine and, uh, yeah. Oh. Just getting a bit shivery now, just thinking about
0: it. Yeah, yikes! Billy,
1: Billy, 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 hang on a sec. I've got a Ouija board
0: here. No, stop it! All you're of the, a... and all of these sites are like, be very careful. Oh, no. Close the board. Do this. Do it's... that. Because otherwise, you're entering spirits into your dimension.
1: It's moving to an N. N for Nadia in Ferndale. Hi, Nadia. <laughs> Tell us about your experience with a Ouija board.
7: Hi, I'm Nadia, and my mum died when I was four. Hmm. When I was 14, a group of my friends and I decided we were going to try and contact her to try and find who my dad was. And um, everyone else had their index finger on the glass. There was one girl born the same day as me, and I went to go put my pinky on the glass, and the glass shattered and it cut my finger. No! And I still have the scar today, but I didn't find out who my dad was. And I couldn't contact my mum. Whoa. What do you mean it
1: shattered? Like, just it just fell apart?
7: It just shattered. Like, literally, in front of our
0: faces, it shattered. Was that enough for you, Nadia? Did you be like, okay, thanks, let's go play Twister.
7: I'm out. No, I actually tried again with someone that was more spiritual. And same thing sort of happened. It cracked into the letter, like the number six. Oh. And um, she said that I was too strong for the power of good. Oh, this and is whatever was trying to come out was bad, and I was stronger than that.
1: I mean, that's this is got it's got to be more than a coincidence when you've tried it twice in a row, and twice in a row, the glasses shattered.
7: I mean, oh. surely something's
1: going on there. Casey and Waikiki, bring us home. What happened with the Ouija board?
8: Good morning, guys. I've had a couple stories. Um, We've done it, done it a couple of times, but I convinced my poor brother-in-law to do it with me one night, um, and he really didn't want to, and it, it started to spell out all his um, passwords and number plate on his car. <laughs> and he, he was looking at me, and he's like, help. Help me, and I'm like, it's okay. And then it started to say he was gonna die that night by drowning, and he had plans to go kayaking, oh. <laughs>
0: and he still went kayaking. Casey, what ma- so you're giggling through this, but what makes you go? I've done it a couple of times. Do you do if you think it's real, why would you do it? And if you don't think it's real, then doesn't this stuff creep you out?
8: Oh, I definitely think it's real, but. I don't know. I just believe that even if you get something bad, as long as you make it say goodbye, then you're pretty safe.
1: A bit of closure, Casey.
8: Just because obviously
1: we've never used one before, right? So when you're when you've got your hand down on the glass and you're moving this this thing's moving around the board, can you feel something? Can or or do you legitimately sit there and go and can say to us that it's not you moving it?
8: well, we've done it a couple of times where I'm like, okay, there's a lot of us here, and I'm like, one of you probably is moving it, so we'll all take our fingers off at one at a time. Yeah. And so I'm like, well, it's not anyone. And then I had one where my friend did it, and it said it was her auntie, and she was asking all these personal questions. So I said, well, you need to take your finger off because you know the answers. And then it still it still told her the right answers. So.
0: I don't like this,
1: Pete. I don't like it. I don't mind it, I reckon we should give it a go. I don't I don't, I don't like it. I
0: don't like where this is heading. No? <laughs> no, as someone who had a poltergeist throw a rock at my head. Oh, I remember that. I'm out. And you've lost that rock. Though. I don't know where the rock is. You've I took it home with me rock. and I don't know where it is. It doesn't matter, nothing came of it. That spirit and I we we, you know, said our goodbyes and that was it.
5: Run through the week thanks to Medibank Presents Park Run. To register, search Medibank Presents Park Run. Live better with Medibank.
3: And as you guys know, a couple of weeks ago I had Snoop Dogg crashing at my place. That's which, true, yeah. You know, And we love the Snoop, but I am still finding his paraphernalia all over the house, <laughs> down the, cu- uh, the couch. But uh, Ed's in town, and of course he's crashing at mine as well, Ed Sheeran. I know, the timing of it could not be better. Oh yeah, I just cleaned up the house. Yeah, And, t- and he's such a different sort of a house guest, he's yeah, so right. lovely. And we were chatting the other day, and he said, you know, what are you doing? And I said, I'll do this thing called What a Week, and it's about the news, and He said, well, what's been happening in Perth? And I told him about, you can't get a book in to get your driver's license. Oh, yep. Can't find a rental. Uh, We're selling watered-down gold to the Chinese. And he said, well... Do you want me to have a crack at it? And I said, Ed, be my guest.
5: Hey, Perth, it's Ed Sheeran here. How's it going? I'm so excited to be playing Optus Stadium on Sunday night. Uh, Matt was telling me about this What A Week that he does, and he said, do you want to give it a go? And I went, yeah, man, sure, it sounds fun. Give me a million (laughs) dollars. Only joking. One, two, three, scream. Uh, But I'm really looking forward to it. Can't wait to see you Sunday. Here it is, Matt's What A Week featuring Ed Sheeran, me. Touchdown in Perth I love the West Long as you don't want to book a driving test Or find some pure gold Or somewhere to rent Forget all that Sunday at Optus Stadium they put on extra trains and buses Thousands of cooked burgers Buckets of chips and I hope lukewarm pies 70,000 peeps Hopefully no drunk creeps. World's biggest ginger busker's is ready to fly. Baby, I've been writing catchy songs. Playing the stadium. Ruining the grass. Hope the AFL can fix the holes My red hair is a mess I'm excited, I confess Hope it's perfect When I play Perth Sunday night I'm friends with Amy Shark done stuff with Butgera And my red hair makes me true blue If you're catching the Armadale train Sunday will be such a pain And all I can do is sing for you Hardly know what town I'm in If I'm honest, I forget Why I called it mathematics Mathematics, My red hair is a mess I'm excited, I confess Hope it's perfect when I play perfect Sunday night.
1: If you're making your way into work today, uh, thinking to yourself, "Oh goodness me, I'd rather be doing other things," but because there's plenty of other things that you actually need to do, it's not mm. about necessarily just having a holiday. Uh, this could be just the thing for you. A Senate committee report has appeared overnight, where this particular government committee—it's made up of the coalition, it's made up of the Greens, it's made up of the opposition. Um, they were tasked at looking at work and care and how the current way we do things impact caring for loved ones yep. or others at the same time as holding down a job. They made thirty three recommendations in this report, and one of those is a four day work week trial. Yes, do it now before you get excited. Do it national trial, but for the public sector. Oh. But but if oh. they get it right,
0: it could be <laughs> Just a good push. People in government jobs. Yeah which you've had one before. Do you know what? I had a government job. Once Uh you're in it, you never want to leave it. They're cushy. They're great jobs and you know why? Because you know exactly what you're going to get paid. Everyone's on the level so you know what's happening so it's not um, there's no sort of unfair advantage Mm. but also they already do flexi time. So when you worked two weeks, you basically got one day off and so you could take off that second Friday and go and live your best life.
1: (laughs) Okay. Don't, 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 we don't need arguments against this, All right.
0: We need to push forward. No, that's the thing is they've already been kind of doing it. Yeah. So if the government sector can get it across the line, then it absolutely stands that the rest of us could do it. And this is what they're looking
1: at. They're looking at in particular a thing called a 80 100 model. And what that means 100% is- 100% pay for 80% work. Exactly. Well, not 80% work, no. <laughs> no, it. which would be nice. No. See, you
0: needed me in the meeting.
1: Yeah. 100% <laughs> salary. You reduce your work hours to 80%, so you do your four days, yep. but 100% productivity. And already in the private commercial sector, this is proving- Results. Now, last year we did an entire week about exploring the four day work week. Mm. And we Ironically, spoke... over five days, but still. <laughs> we spoke with a guy by the name of Andrew Barnes. He's the co founder of Four Day Week Global and he'd implemented the trial into his own commercial business.
0: Andrew, the five day work week has been around for so long that we've almost forgotten that it's a social construct and it could be changed at any time. What do you think is the biggest? trepidation or misconception around the four-day work week.
3: Well, to be honest, people just believe that working longer equals working harder. And actually, I think in today's day and age, we should be talking about working smarter. How do we get more out of each hour? And, and frankly, a lot of old guys like myself are still stuck on thinking you need that long to work. What we've seen is that when you allow people to go home when they weren't being supervised, that actually productivity went up. Mm. And this was always one of the big things that companies, when they're talking to us, say, well, A, how do I measure productivity? And secondly, how do I know that my people will continue to be productive? Mm. The evidence now suggests from all over the world, all sorts of industries, that you can trust
0: people to do more in less time. Pete Madden a Podcast on the Listener App. I can tell you why I can trust productivity and that they're going to do their jobs. It's why? Because when was the last time you saw anyone in this office take a lunch break?
1: Oh, that's a very, and that's the like way it is these days. businesses
0: owe their staff yep. a day off yep. just for how many lunches they have sat at their desk through.
1: You do, you do that. Um, you're always on your device at home. You're always checking emails. Yep. You're uh, contactable around the clock.
0: Constantly. So, yes, 100%. You've so already what? paid your dues. Take the day off. Pete Madden Kimber. Uh, Well, let's go homegrown local talent. Okay. Tame Impala's Kevin Parker. (laughs) Fabulous musician.
5: Yeah, great Uh, song.
0: Kevin Parker's been admitted to hospital. Why? With a fractured hip.
1: Okay, what did did he do?
0: He's not 70 and has taken a fall on the lino. Every every time you hear a hip, right? If you go a hip, everyone's like, they're over 70, they've gone down on the lino and it's bad news. That is not what's happened. He's a sprightly 36 years old and uh, he was running a half marathon. That'll teach you. That's what happens when you do sport and fitness. (laughs) Uh, But running a half marathon and turned out he was running on an existing stress fracture. And he's done some damage to his hip. So he's he's going, he's got some performances coming ahead in Mexico and he's like, no, don't worry, I'm still going to perform, I'm okay. But it's such an elderly person injury. It's the
1: sound of it, isn't it?
0: You've it, done a hip. But you know what? Like, I've got that too. Like, Your hip. My old person injury is my hip as well. I was in a car accident and now I have a, a thing that, well, it can't be repaired, basically. So if I don't keep exercising... And if I sit still for too long, when I get up, my hip seizes like an old gate.
1: Which, considering what you just said a moment ago, is such a contradiction for you. I
0: like, know. It's
1: like, this is what you do when you keep fit and sport. I know. Oh, I, by the way, I need to keep fit and do sport. Have you
0: ever seen me sometimes get up and you go, and my hip just, it's sort of like held into place. And so I i hobble oh, for the first five sort of steps and then they come good again.
1: There are times in the morning where I see you get up off a chair and I just want to give you a hug. <laughs> <laughs>
0: (laughs) (laughs) and help you up, dearie.
6: (laughs) Oh, my God. Give me your hand, Kimba.
0: Just, yeah, but don't let me trip on my crochet blanket over my (laughs) knees. If you've got an old person injury, you're young and sprightly, mm-hmm. and you, you're sporting an injury that is like this is just it's for old people. Yeah. It's not for me. I I've got one, and I don't know
1: why or where it's come from, right? But the old person injury in it is it's it's my lower back, mm-hmm. and it's a little bit to the left, yep. right? And it happened once when I got out of bed and I turned, <laughs> and I like this was this was a moment for me where I went, oh my god! I I think I was like thirty four, yeah, and you hit. Uh, Gym
0: every day, no troubles, not a just problem. slightly turning in bed. I just turned and That's went, enough. Oh, that doesn't feel quite right, and it hasn't been the same since. Linda's in Yanchip. Linda, tell us about your old person injury.
3: Good morning, guys. Um, yeah, so when I was in my 20s, um, I was cleaning the stove and doing the time warp, which I thought was fun at the time. <laughs> <laughs> <What>? <laughs> <laughs> and um, I dislocated my kneecap where it came completely out.
1: No, what? wow. Wow.
3: Yes. So I landed on the floor thinking I'd had a stroke, but my husband goes, "Look at your kneecap." And yes, it was fun. So lots of physio. Um, doctor suggested I get it pinned. I says, "No, no, no, I'll be fine.
8: Mm. Thirty years later, I'm still suffering.
0: right And so and when you hear the time warp now, do you sort of <laughs> is it like PTSD for you? Yes. Pete. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's taking you back to that oven, Linda. Fancy doing a knee over that. I broke my toe once dancing to Accidentally Kelly Street, and I think the biggest crime there is that it was Frente's worst song ever. Accidentally and, and, and I cannot justify it. Oh, my God. <laughs> wow. Oh, Linda, I'm sorry to hear that you have the ongoing injuries of both cleaning a stove and doing the time warp. <laughs> <laughs> Peter, Matt, and
7: Kimber, mix